0: The mystery of Flight 370 deepens today, Tuesday, March 11th. This is The World. I'm Marco Werman. Conflicting, unconfirmed reports and a widening search area confound investigators trying to locate the missing Malaysia Airlines jet. It's hard to imagine something as large as a 777 going missing. It's a reminder of how big the planet is. We'll have the latest on the search. And later, meet Lydia, the great white shark being tracked by scientists as she crosses the Atlantic. She's given them a run for their money. Some days she picks a spot. She seems to like it. She doesn't move much. And other days she can go uh, over 100 miles. Plus, a photographer finds the perfect place to carry the Lego figure who stars in his pictures. That tiny pocket on the front right-hand side of a pair of jeans, He fits absolutely perfectly in there, yeah.
1: Support for PRI's The World comes from Medtronic, searching for runners who benefit from medical technology to run in the Medtronic Twin Cities Marathon or Medtronic 10-mile run. Application and information available at Medtronic.com
0: slash globalheroes. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Crimea is living a multiple-choice reality, it seems. Ukraine still considers the region a part of its territory, but today the Crimean parliament declared Crimea a republic, independent of the rest of Ukraine. And on Sunday, Crimean residents will get to vote in a referendum on whether to join Russia or not. Times' Simon Schuster is in Simferopol, the capital of Crimea. He says the region's pro-Moscow leaders have a clear goal in all of this. The declaration today was... Pretty much a repetition of what amounts to a foregone conclusion.
1: They've already voted to split off from Ukraine and to ask for Russia to annex the region. The referendum is essentially getting the people to approve their decision. But uh, again, the leadership here assumes that uh, they will get their way and uh, Crimea will become part of Russia.
0: So we want to speak with you, Simon, about uh, a man you profiled for a time, the de facto pro-Russian leader of Crimea, Sergei Aksyonov. Where does he stand on either independence or joining Russia? Uh,
1: He is a a wholehearted supporter of joining Russia, even though he wouldn't mind so much being a semi-independent state as well, uh, as long as it's under Russia's protection, which at this point is pretty much guaranteed. Uh, he uh, took power on February 27th after a seizure by armed men of the parliament in the government building. And he has been holding court as the de facto
0: leader ever since. Aside from a de facto leader, does he have an official title? The Prime Minister of Crimea. Right, okay. So uh, a month ago, he was this obscure figure, and now he's Vladimir Putin's go-to guy in the Crimea. Who actually is Sergei Aksyanov?
1: I mean, he has a fascinating biography. His father was actually a separatist pro-Russian leader in the country of Moldova, which uh, in the early 1990s had a very similar situation play out, which resulted in a war. Russia also intervened in that war on the side of the pro-Russian separatists, and it resulted in a breakaway republic declaring independence and splitting mm-hmm. off from the Moldovan government. That region is called Transnistria, and it is still an unrecognized
0: quasi-independent state. You met Aksionov. You, you interviewed him for, for this profile. Um, when you met him, what's the first impression you get of Aksionov?
1: Uh, he is a bit of a thuggish guy. He's, he's tall, bulky. He's also the head of the Crimean Greco-Roman Wrestling Federation. So that <laughs> that, <the> <laughs> right, that tells you something about his physique. He does come off as kind of a, a guy with street smarts. And indeed, one of the people I interviewed for the profile is sort of a well-known businessman from the 1990s. And the gentleman I spoke to for the profile told me he, he has known Aksonov for many years since the 1990s. And he described him as having been a enforcer
0: for the local mafia. Mm. And uh, Axionov denies that and says that the gentleman you spoke to is basically full of it.
1: That's right. Yeah. He he says that uh, all those allegations are
0: part of a slander campaign launched by his political opponents. It it does seem to be fairly accurate, though, that Sergey Axionov, he established himself as an umbrella salesman. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's right. His his father also owned a factory in Moldova, which produced uh, umbrellas. And in his early days, he said he imported umbrellas from Moldova to Crimea, and they would sell them on the bazaars. It's sort of typical kind of business uh, in the chaotic days of the 1990s.
0: Today, Aksyonov, I mean, does he control the army in Crimea? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh,
1: as, as soon as the revolution in Ukraine began really gaining momentum last